0: We're going to give D-Line some sympathy laughs here on this upcoming DMBA show. We will in the studio, you will at home. But if you're looking for a heartier, more genuine kind of laugh, AEG Presents is thrilled to announce Bert Kreischer live at Red Rocks Amphitheater Wednesday, September 8th, 2021. He's joined by Mark Normand, and it's time to get your tickets. Real simple. All you got to do is download the Red Rocks app before your visit. You should have that thing by now. It's a great app, makes it so easy to purchase your tickets to your favorite show or concert. A little bit more about Burt if you didn't know. American stand-up comedian, actor, writer, and host who performs to sell-out crowds across the country. He's evolved from being named Rolling Stone's number one partier in the nation to being one of the top names in comedy, and now you can check him out. Just download the app, get your tickets, get it all done from that phone. Burt Kreischer, AEG Presents.
1: What is up, everybody, and welcome into to the DMVR Nuggets Lounge. <laughs> 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 the, an- <laughs> the Hump Day Lounge. The Anniversary Lounge. Oh. <laughs> Are we having <laughs> an anniversary? It is I always anniversary.
2: forget. Is it,
1: what, what anniversary is it? You uh, know what? It, it actually is close to the anniversary when you and I first met. Because oh. it was at the Jersey Reveal, which took place in the off-season around this time. In fact... I kind of anticipate a jersey reveal sometime in the next couple weeks. I'm amazed that you remember that. I don't think of you at all. (laughs) That's the worst. (laughs) You are the worst. We we really do have a great show for you today, guys. I'm really excited about it. We are going to lead off the show talking about the anniversary of what was, in my opinion, and still is, one of the most important games in Denver Nuggets history. I really believe that. Arguably the most important game of this Denver Nuggets era. I think. I, I think it might be. Um, we could even debate that and talk about what other games might qualify. We're also going to talk about the awards. DraftKings Sportsbook came out with a bunch of awards, including their predictions for the NBA champion, and then all of the end of you know end of season awards, Coach of the Year, this or that. Some Nuggets are heavily featured in that. We're gonna Ooh. we're gonna go through all those. But of course, I've already introduced uh, D Line. Co. You guys know him as D Line.
2: What's up guys? Um, first long time uh, caller, first time on the show. Um, it has been a while. <laughs> what's uh, are
1: we are the nights still good? Or what, what's up with them? You have training camp energy for this today. You know like <laughs> I didn't know if it's like absence makes the heart grow fonder. Nope. No. Nope, I,
2: uh, <laughs> I'm. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, what's up with the Nuggets? Are you gonna tell me? Yeah, um, I'm gonna tell you everything okay. you need to know about Nuggets.
1: By the way, I see everybody in the chat. Love to see you guys, man. Um, keep the chat popping today, Ray, uh, leader of the chat. You gotta oh, keep dude, leader going, of the man. chat. Leader of the chat is
0: in here. Uh, over here, I got Brendan Vogt. You know, you could be caught up on what's up with the Nuggets if you had watched those episodes with me and Harrison Wynn last week. You're right. Uh, but judging by the uh, bones of today's show, no one did. Well, hold on. Busy uh, making you money, my friend. Hold on. Hold on. You didn't. Was it me, though? Those
2: were just strictly pods. No one could watch those.
0: You didn't record that's them.
2: A, that's a
1: great counterpoint. <laughs> that's a tremendous counterpoint. That is true, actually. He did say watch
0: them, didn't he? I'll take the L. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm here, uh, though. <laughs> So we'll have some fun today. We want your guys' interaction. I want to hear all the things that you guys have to say about it. But we have to start first with... We did this last two two days ago on Monday we talked about the anniversary of a low point in Nuggets Ooh. history it was game 4 of the Utah series actually wasn't the low point we determined that game 3 yes. was the ultimate low point Jokic gets blocked by Rudy Gobert at the end of a shot clock Gobert screams and does his awkward so cele- you ever notice how Rudy Gobert's celebrations are robotic yes yeah. like the, the way he moves is like
2: yeah yeah i know i love his like like even for a big guy he has like comically oversized feet it's so true and he's big like feet, he's like always yeah he's a clunk.
0: Around in he, them, he's amazing. He's the has huge nerd energy, but he's, he's such. But he's also energy. a gargoyle, so it's really hard to, know, uh, to
2: reconcile. I know. So
0: we had
1: an ultimate low point. I remember reading the. Ti- I couldn't even read the timeline after Game Three. I was oh, like, dude, oh, the, the time is exactly who I thought he was. All the you could Yoka touch tators. your phone, dude. I was like, <laughs> I, couldn't I, 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 it. I became uh, just like. I just disconnected from life. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's true. Like it was such. And then we were like, oh, now game four is going to be a funeral. We have to go in and do a whole other show. It was a real low. And game four, you know, Denver played a lot better. They ended up making the change. Michael Porter's coming off the bench. You're, you, they look like, okay, they're starting. They got a chance here. But when they didn't win that game, and I think Donovan Mitchell also just had a, had a great one. You're like, man, this is just they, they can't get over the hump this year. So it was a real low point going into Game 5. Let's pull up the highlights, Kale, so we can do this. I want to... The, the, the highlights are like five minutes long. I want to jog everybody's memory, and it's important to me to jog everybody's memory for a couple of reasons. One, this happens to me where I remember seasons, I remember moments, but I can't... I don't always remember. It all blends together. Sure. I think it's important. Games 5, 6, and 7 all had their own personality, and I think it's cool to kind of go back and separate these. So, down three games to one, inside this bubble, nothing's cool. going right. Down
2: 16 to and 6. And I
1: remember talking to vote before the game i don't know if you remember this vote and we're like yoke needs to have his like lebron game six moment again you know against the celtics where maybe he could just come out and score 50. and so what happens to start this game first of all look at the score denver struggling out the gate oh god Jokic gets 21 first quarter points do you remember this vote
0: i do i remember it well
1: and it was like all. i mean just look at the like aggressive looking for a shot clearly he was going to go to the three-point line and try to draw gobert out um, he ends up going five for five from the three point line, eight for eight in the first quarter. And it was just all like quick trigger like, all right, I'm shooting. I'm open just a little bit, a little bit of daylight. I'm shooting. And it was, I just remember being like, I had hope. I had no hope in, the, in coming into this game. At about this point, I'm like, you know what? Yoke has the eye of the Joker.
0: Well, it's not just Yoke racking up points, too. It's bend the game plan type of success. It was the yeah. first time in the whole series that him getting out to that line and having success there yeah. really changed the way gobert approached his positioning on the floor which as we know and as we'll see opened things up for jamal in a big way
1: it's just so aggressive and and so confident and, and also just so badass man i mean you look at this game here's i was both encouraged and discouraged i love that pass i miss Tori, man you watch as we do these highlights oh watch Tori on the bench and some of these like he really was dude but d- when we had him we were like Mike Malone, know. we need to get rid
2: of him. He's Michael Malone
1: safety. Well, he was, <laughs> he was though. Like both oh, things could be true. I like, look at this three. That, the, I mean, and he's just look, going. So off. It doesn't
0: end up being that game six first half, but the first quarter. This yeah. is all world stuff. You needed Dude, it in
1: you, order to be able to get to where we were going. 21 um, first
0: quarter, and they drown in this game. By the way, they drown. Look at this shot. Not. Oh yeah, I look at this, this shot time. at the buzzer. This is how you knew it was like his night.
1: This gives him twenty one points in five for five threes. Argues with the rest. yeah with Scott Foster. He's like, and he was by the way. I think he was right. I think when they showed the replay of this one, he was not wrong. Um, fast forward so the Nuggets continually down 10 points in this game every time the bench comes in right a little bit the the starter started out down 10 but then they catch up and the bench blows it immediately you know this is going to be a heavy minutes night in the second half though is where Jamal Murray honestly became Jamal Murray the next level he leveled up in this This game this is Max Murray he had the 50 piece in game uh, no 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 he had a 40 piece in game one overtime he took over he had Murray moments but this was an entire half where all these buckets are him just reading exactly how Utah is playing him. And you see him screaming at the bench, like just willing. They're down 10 right here, guys. And so,
0: yeah, he had 40 in the in the loss in game four. Right. So I believe this makes him the first nugget to go for back-to-back 40 pieces in the playoffs, this performance right here.
1: Oh, Our old friend Jeremy Grant here, he's got the nice little drive. I can't believe yeah, yeah. Murray got the assist on that play. It's kind of funny because these are Murray's highlight package. And he had some iconic ones. First of all, Murray has the look at his, at his eye oh, here. like Oh, yeah. Remember, Murray was like a will to win. At
0: this point, he's not passing the ball unless oh. it's Yoke. Iconic. That's that. oh, oh, that's the one. Oh, one of oh, the best
1: plays of his entire oh, career. Oh. Look at Gobert. Freaking lame-ass
0: Gobert. <laughs> Verticality. It would be the best if oh. not for the up and under on LeBron, which See, is the right court, there. The yeah.
2: screw to open up the, the French bottle of wine. It's honestly oh, like
0: yeah, they're
1: like, tied. So. I can't even pick one. Yoke, and then at I'm, the end. Here's what I love. Fourth quarter now. It's winning time. Right out the gate. Because Jokic had, like, he scored, like, three points between the first quarter and the fourth quarter, and then it was just the
0: Murray-Jokic two-man game. like. And, well, I love this because it's such a great highlight of their relationship. Jamal is in full, no one should touch the ball but me mode, except... Yeah. Yoke. Oh, if totally. If Yoke's open, he's finding him, and vice versa, and they know that about each other.
1: They, they also started going to Millsap setting screens in here because Gobert Bear was that Michael Porter Jr. scoring a basket. What? <laughs> there you go. He got involved too, the big three. But look at Torrey. I'm telling you, he's going nuts this entire time. And then yeah, Murray's just like wherever I go, I'm just. Ridiculous. And then look at him scream. And one, As he yells at Donovan He's Mitchell yelling on the floor. This entire half, Royce O'Neal, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell switched on to him like I'm going to close out this series. And Murray's like, No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're going to freaking Oh, this $20, twenty million dollar a year player, Jeremy Grant. to t- check. Yeah, Well oh, oh, look at yeah. me. He had. Oh, and then look at this. Were you guys remember this play? Like yep. clock running that, out. Oh my god. I mean, just come just on, man. And stuff. look at the score. That was to that was a tie. To break a tie, we were dude. And <sighs> then this broken play that just perfectly goes to Murray. Look at this. Look Little at this rattler. Yes. Yeah. Team it's of his Destiny. Night. It's Team his. Team of night. Destiny. And he
0: knows it too.
1: And then and this I, is just the icing on the game. up five. You're in pretty good shape. Okay. Oh, that's Donovan Mitchell. Like, yeah, you want to um, guard me so one don- on one? Oh, Tim man. Conley, I believe, is in the front row there, and that's Jamal yelling at Tim Conley, just like, you know, just I mean, he can't guard me. Just yeah. can't guard me. We're gonna win a title, guys. I I forgot. Now I remembered. You forgot how dope Jamal is. Like, yes. And then what better way to finish it? Jamal to Jokic. What the? Let's go to game seconds six left. and look at this bench, man.
2: Look at look at Torrey Craig. Oh my God, who was more excited in that moment? Was it the Denver Nuggets or was it Eric Wiedem? Yeah, probably Eric Wiedem, yeah, I To be honest, mind, man. I, mean, I, I just remember the reason I, I'm like, oh yeah, why I don't remember that? I, I think I was catatonic that entire game and then skipped over every other human state and emotion and went just straight to blind elation.
0: So I I've got no memories. There's a chance you were more excited about it than Mason Plumlin. On
2: the table. <laughs> I <laughs> would say chances are very good. <laughs> yeah. I just Jeremy remember Grant, how a little drunk too. we
0: all got that night afterwards, and it was awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we um, needed that. The vibes were absolutely immaculate. I see, Ray Vaughn in the in the chat. I don't even here. know if you could say the vibes. The vibes were
2: like aggressively amazing. Oh like my god, they were immaculate. There's like a softness to it. It's like this. This was like um,
0: thank God for
2: this. There is no, hope. but it was just like
1: it was just like so angrily yeah. happy. Yeah, <laughs> but this is why I wanted to do this, and we'll do this again for Game Six, which is probably my favorite game, uh, you know, of this era. But Game Five to me, as you go back and rewatch it, you remember the details, like Jokic going absolutely nuclear in the first quarter which was such a tone setter the Nuggets needed that they needed to believe that they could do it yep. and Jokic I think sensed that when I was watching that game I'm mm-hmm. like "Yoke's giving them what they need they're like hey I got this. As long as you guys are with me, I got this. And then Jamal's like, no, no, no. We, I got this. Team. Yeah. It's
2: so true. This is the yeah. thing about having like a true leader on a squad, like whether they be vocal or just through action, like Jokic, or just having somebody that just like his quiet confidence. Like when that game starts off and they're down by 10, I mean, all of us here, I remember just going to that dark place, like, yeah. Oh no. Like we were just freshly off game three. Again, the lowest moment of all of our lives. Right. And like just the thought of that, like just seeing a hint of that come back. And it could have spiraled out of
1: control if Jokic wasn't Jokic. Like And Murray wasn't Murray. Yes, and this is and exactly. this is it, equally the point is so often when we analyze like how good are the is this Nuggets team, and especially people on the outside, one of the things that You have to really watch this team to get is that those two in the clutch are just they really are peanut butter and jelly man like they are the best versions of themselves and they are the best version of their collective selves and when you see games like this and the way it unfolded you're like the defensive player of the year and a pretty good defense and a pretty good team to be honest we find out the next year they end up having the best record in the nba a pretty good team and they had no answer for both of those guys, not once, not twice, but three games in a row. But especially in the second half of this one,
0: I think too, like thats where stardom is is solidified, that stamp of approval. Oh, in the playoffs, and yeah. And when of you're course. trying to parse out, you know, tier one, tier two, tier three stars, like just how good, a, just how good is is Denver's young duo? Right. And then in those moments, you go, well, how much better can they be that yeah. they are in those like, moments? Those are Michael
2: Jordan numbers and the guy that will be the MVP the following season right. playing at the height of his
0: powers also. You reach back to watching, right, in, at the peak of their powers, the LeBrons, the KDs in their prime, and that's what it looked like, 20-point right. quarters when their teams needed it. And there, there's, no, there's no question that at their peaks, Jokic and Jamal have done that.
1: And you watch Murray, honestly, like through this entire playoff round, really the entire playoffs, but in th- from this entire round and especially in games four, five, six, and seven. One, four, five, six, and seven. Um, but during this comeback, he really was a different player. Like that version of Jamal Murray is a top five yeah. guard in the NBA. You got Steph Curry. Um, you've got, what, Damian Lillard. Yeah. Um, James Harden, if you count him, Luke, sure. if you count him. You know, I don't count those guys quite, but. There's not that many players that reach the peak that Jamal Murray did in this moment. He's not that player in aggregate, you know, overall. But when it matters most, he absolutely was that player for Denver.
2: That's me as like a student. Didn't do any work until the (laughs) test time comes, knocked it (laughs) right out of the park, got that uh, passing grade, baby.
0: It's one of the things that bums me out most about the injury is, and, and who knows, maybe he's still on this trajectory, but. What does Jamal look like going forward after seeing himself do that? You yeah. know, just not not like it actually manifesting, happening before his eyes. You know, those little moments where he's looking back at Tim like, I'm that guy. There's just got to be a shift in what you know about yourself when you've gotten that done at the highest level. And so I was just so excited to see as much of him as possible in these next few years. but.
1: Yeah, I mean, we still will. Like, I mean, yeah. It's encouraging, honestly, to see Jamal working out and doing some of those things. You know, it's so early. I mean, we're in August. You still have October, November, December, January. You know, there's four months to go before his earliest expected return. And so to already be working out and getting shots up, it's just encouraging. Not that it changes the timeline or anything, sure, but sure. it's just like it makes it a little bit more real. And not even just that, but having Jamal around in the capacity where maybe he can't, you know, come training camp and maybe even come November, maybe he can't play 5-on-5. Five five, almost certainly he can't. But can he go and do shooting competitions with Bones Highland so that it, he's around and it, you know he just feels a little bit more like the team? I, I, It's just encouraging, obviously seeing those things. And to your point, D-line, you look at the, the Nuggets getting swept by the Phoenix Suns, and I think it's easy for people to say Denver wasn't close to Phoenix. But then you watch a game like this, and you're right. like – what are you talking about? Like their their knockout punch wasn't there. Of course, I mean it's hilarious. That's the thing about uh, just the way that
2: sports happen. It's like really easy to forget about um, players when they're not there. This is all. I mean, we're all guilty of this. Like when you p- go into a series and there's a player missing, and like the other side is always crying about it. You're like, whatever. <laughs> we're missing guys too. But like, my God. I mean, like, look at that. And it, that's not just. Jamal during the season. That's Jamal during the playoffs.
1: Like Jamal during the playoffs, we have learned is a different Jamal. It's like Mike Tyson has to do a fight with one arm tied behind his back, <laughs> right. and it goes two rounds. Right. And the people are like, "Well, if he would have had two arms, it would have gone four rounds. Yeah, but he yeah. still would have gotten." <laughs> you are like, "No, it doesn't. Doesn't make sense to degrade these Nuggets when they didn't have oh, that so was bad. the Nuggets." And Murray, too.
0: You know, I don't know if you guys have heard this basketball game of runs. Murray is the guy, you know, when Jokic is that gassed and, and double teamed and they just can't get anything on the board, time and time again, Murray's the guy who goes, all right, well, I'll pull this out of my ass. Here's right. two points. And he, to stop the bleeding moments, even when the offense isn't there.
1: Or to start the bleeding for the other team. Yeah, the I was going like, like to
0: say, or just tip There will be blood. <laughs> yeah, so look, it was a real cascade effect. I mean, Phoenix kicked their ass. You can't take anything away from them, but. We don't have to lie to ourselves about how different that looks. The most astonishing part of all that.
2: What we
1: we just saw from B2 here? Oh, no.
2: The most astonishing part to me is that uh, that was one year ago? One exact
1: year ago? B2 just says it's hilarious. Like, my God, Game 5 was a year ago. That was, check's note, two playoffs ago. Dude, what the hell? I don't (laughs) understand
2: how uh, somehow the... uh, bringing a virus into our world like stopped space and time yeah (laughs) nothing makes sense every time somebody says something happened some other like some point in the the past i'm like what and we're like
1: closer to the next season than we were this one that just wrapped up yeah we're still talking about a season that wrapped up two years ago being one year it's really really weird uh i mentioned it was the most important game arguably of this era is there another game that you feel is maybe more important uh, For this era of Denver Nuggets basketball, I mean game seven. They, I
2: mean, this is important because this showed resolve, and this showed this was the turning point, right? Of the of this. Well, where run. were
1: the were the Nuggets? If they get lose to the Jazz in five games, and that first one went to overtime and required Murray going nuclear, like if they lose that, I do feel like you look at the whole thing <sighs> and say, what do we have? I I the only th- I, yes, of course, obviously
2: you're right. Like that could have absolutely sent the team into its death spiral. Although they're still so young. I, I don't think that the front office would have looked at it. Bradley like,
1: Beal was available. Like you look at that. If you lose to the jazz that bad and you never get over the hump, do you, do you look at it and say, Hey, Murray's great, but he's no Bradley Beal. I mean, yes, definitely. Uh,
2: but I don't know that that probably not, gets, gets it done either. Like, um, I don't know. Like to me, yes, I, I agree. Like this is the turning point. This is, for that reason, like could not be the the importance can't be overstated, but as far as like lasting memories and like what um, going from like, this is like them throwing a counterpunch to then going into like game seven where they actually became the aggressor. They actually like made the other team wilt. like that, that showed that this wasn't them just getting lucky and skating by. Like they actually were the better team the entire time. They just needed to figure out it, figure it out. And like, that's why you have seven game series. So, uh, yeah, it is, but it also like this entire- I would say this is the most important series, yeah, yeah,
0: that's a good way to put it. I think the only other argument, and I looks like swipe I just brought it up in the comments, but that's that game eighty two game ooh, uh, I like that one. I have come around on that though, I do wonder it's like so it's so easy to craft a narrative around that and the team did it and we did it I do wonder if it's like a little overstated just I don't uh, how I much don't of at a all sliding doors moment it was I don't you think at if all. they win that game things go differently
1: uh a little bit yeah I mean I just think it was one of those ones where they missed a check mark that they were on target for that they were on pace for like mm. they should have made the playoff here, they didn't and I, I do think it was a galvanizing like here we go, and it, and right. it really propelled them. So, oh, it can is, it be overstated if yes, you whittle it down to that was the only thing that happened or whatever. But sure. I, I just think it wasn't a very important piece of their development was missing out on one of their goals. Sure, and there was a lot of reasons they missed out on that on those goals. You know, like there was things that happened throughout the course of that season. But to me, that was the final disappointment that got him over the hump and absolutely
0: was was important. Swipe also added, and I want to bring this up because I think it's a great angle that it was one of those first. Oh, everyone can get on Jokic's back moments. Yep. He was that tier really one was. guy in that game. That third quarter was was I mean, five people alive can do that. And yeah. and so that was one of those first moments where we he kinda goes from that Local analytical darling to just oh this guy might have it this yep. guy might be God a star. I love the Nuggets.
2: I forgot. <laughs> I forgot how much I love the goddamn Denver
1: Nuggets. So true. It's so true. Another game I would throw in the mix: Game two against the San Antonio Spurs, uh, first playoffs. Yes. Jamal Murray's fourth quarter, another Jamal Murray one. I think we're finding a trend here. But they lose. They go down 0-2 to the Spurs. They probably lose that first series. Oh, and, and I think. And if they lose, if they go down 0-2, do you get swept? Do you lose in five? Like do no, you, they don't get swept. But it, five, you lose two on games the table. at home, you don't yeah. have confidence going into game three. And then if you're down o three, like do you have confidence going into game four? I don't. I mean, who knows? But it, it is one of those ones where. If the Nuggets make their first playoffs and lose to a lower seed, by the way, the Spurs weren't even good that Bad. year. No, time. they were yeah. not a good team. <laughs> yeah. And if you
2: lose to the Spurs, I do you feel get like get cooked by Derek White. Like you, Jamal was getting clowned. Like that's another. That's number. another one where
1: he, yes. maybe he gets traded, or maybe he just doesn't yes. even get maxed or whatever. Oh, Gary because Harris it was like, bailed
0: his ass out until yeah. he bailed himself right. Up. Right, so.
1: because yeah, you that series looked like it was going to
2: come down to that specific matchup. Yeah. Derek White on Jamal Murray. We were like, Oh no, like this dude can't go. So that
1: one to me was, was supremely important. So was game four. I remember that one there because they go down now two games to one and then they tie it up. So they had some big, they had some doozies in that series that were also sliding doors moments. I don't know if anything else would qualify. Like, well, yeah. if, if you want to talk about important, like important, just as just had
2: a lot of gravity as to the direction the Denver Nuggets would then take, if you want to talk about the end of the 57-game win season. Oh, so we're going back to other eras now. Well, yeah, other yeah. eras. Other eras. Oh, I'm sorry. But just as long as we're just talking about like yeah, sure. crazy, just them losing to the Golden State Warriors, which gave rise right. to the Golden State Warriors. Totally ended up with George Carl being fired. Right. That team which was a absolute juggernaut during the season was completely dissolved. We yeah. lose Danilo Gallinari. Anyway, like that that to me, like that game four where they ended up they almost pulled it off. It went and I think double overtime. Igadala was playing his ass off, even though he was also informing to the other team at the same time. <laughs> a lot of duality in that man. I appreciate it. Um that was another like thing where uh I mean that that game gave rise to this um era. yeah
0: i feel so. like jeff morton <laughs> <laughs> um, well, one last one i don't think it's most important but for all the the nuggets lifers and the chats in here with me game seven of the clippers series is that the most rewarding moment oh, oh man as a that nuggets was so fan? rewarding oh,
1: dude. clowning them was fun like narrowly beating the jazz super fun Clowning the the uh, Clippers in Game Seven was like. Immaculate. I think maybe more fun to be honest. Like Dude, less pressured, you're just like laughing. You and, like, just
2: like mentioning it. I just got like, a rush of endorsements. Well, like I just feel great. Great a news, of guys. Those
1: uh, <laughs> all of these are coming up. So. We get to yeah. them in the next couple weeks. We just go every other <laughs> day. We're uh, to doing uh, this one.
2: It's gonna be crazy when like for five months, there's some. Thing that happened one year ago that yeah. we can't. <laughs>
1: <believe>. <laughs> the only other game I'll pitch, and then we'll, we'll I'll throw it over to you vote. But the only other one, December fifteenth uh, against Portland, oh, Jokic course, yeah. comes out and yeah. balls the hell out as his first his first restart. You know, got got the starting job again, and it was like, yeah, this is the Nugget. Like, you just yeah. knew from you knew before that, but you knew when it happened. The Sometimes you give the keys like, okay, Nurk, you're, you're going here, Yoke, you're going to start. You're like, well, I hope he doesn't lay an egg or I hope the team doesn't look clunky. No, they look like, you're like, that's the Nuggets. That's who we are for the next, hopefully, 15 years. And so that one was important then too. A
0: week later, I hopped on Zillow. Said what's good with Denver.
1: <laughs> Let's my, go. My favorite pass, I think, of all time with Yoke, the one-handed slinger from can the you, Yoker. Rent where he throws the little curved yeah. pass. It was incredible. Alright, vote's well, all yours. I've never been on Zillow <laughs> in my life. But I did that
0: part of that was true. Uh <laughs> hey, Breckenridge uh, Brewery, uh, the official beer of DNVR. Guess what? In many ways, their mile high city copper lager. At least I'm I'm dubbing it this. I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble. Official beer of Denver Nuggets. Oh, it's go. got that sweet Nuggets branding, that sleek blue, that little that nice dope logo on the side. You can't miss it. But if you don't know where to find it, i about the Breck it. Beer Locator, fellas. It's a, it's a sweet little tool. You tell it where you so live. Sweet. It tells you where the nearest beer is. Sign me up. Uh, if you there's other ways to get beer you could come to the dmvr bar in colfax yeah we're always There's of nice ways to get beer if you think about it if you think about it uh you could order it from the drizzly app they'll deliver it to your door that's another way to get beer. or if you're looking to get out you know just run a nice little errand king supers <laughs> costco other grocery stores that i can't think of you can you can grab it there or just order delicious food and booze from the farmhouse if you're able Call 303-803-1380 from 12 to 8 p.m. for pickup. Use code DNVR to save $5. Thanks. Eric, oh. I haven't seen you in a while. When's the last time you manscaped? Oh, you tell me. I don't I, want it to <laughs> what? First of all, huh? I don't know.
2: Um, all right. Well, you know what I do know? Just uh, do, you, do you get a, I mean, what, what's the sense? At just to, <laughs> it's been a minute. Do I, do I seem um, scaped
0: to you? I don't know when it was, but I do know that you didn't cut yourself because you used the Lawnmower 4.0, That's which true. features some cutting edge ceramic blades uh, and advanced skin safe technology. Really, really, really hard to hurt yourself. Uh, the Lawnmower 4.0, it's got a 7,000 RPM motor. The new multifunction on-off switch can engage a travel lock. It's even shower. It's even waterproof, boys. So, if you're a shower groomer, get after it. <laughs> if you like to, if you like to groom in the dark, also got a 4,000 K LED spotlight. <laughs> so make sure you check out Manscaped and use code DNVR at manscaped.com. You get 20% off plus free shipping. Don't miss out on that deal.
2: A lot of people wondering. They're not vocalizing it, but they're wondering if you have. Manscaped those ankles Or if those are just Naturally so
0: Oh no baby How natural <laughs> Thanks for asking though Nobody ever comments
2: My
1: ankles I, I show ankle all the time yeah, You that, show,
0: leg. Uh, I show all leg I show leg I show a crotch A little, that,
1: crotch, that, little that, groin That's the thing
2: <laughs> That's the thing Adam you, You've shown too much
1: Does it Look, you, at, the, look you, at the camera There's angle. nothing
2: left To the imagination Does
1: it look like I am no less than Three times your guys' size
2: Wait, wait, wait In reality You're merely Two, two times, times our <laughs> size Yeah I was <that's> gonna say
1: <laughs> It's so funny that People we Just met some people Uh the other day like that follower, or whatever it's like man i thought you were like five six i'm like what yeah yeah
2: no i've been with adam many times and they're like man you're tall and i'm like and i just i just like draft off of that like i just pretend they're talking to me yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> wow vote you're i didn't yeah. realize you'd be so small <laughs> so I'm you like, get the same I'm thing like, why not yeah, of of everyone
2: when people meet me they go
0: Yep, yeah. that's exactly, <laughs> exactly. Wow, you look like shit. Are you going
1: through a divorce? Or <laughs> are you prepping for one? Prepping for one. Uh, all right, guys. So, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app, has come out with their odds for all the end of season awards. And lo and behold, there is a Denver Nuggets player who comes in with the number one odds for an award. What? What? Uh, no, uh, the number one, and that's the most improved player award. Let's bring Whoa. that one up, Kale. Look at these beautiful well, graphics. Let me guess.
0: It's Michael Porter Jr.
1: Michael Porter Jr. is our eyes. I call him MPJ. It's like a nickname only I have. I know this right is now. like a <laughs> inside nickname. Well, I like, I I like that you went nicknames only on this bad yeah. boy. Yeah. Well, Collins, <laughs> you had to, JJJ. Well, you had to like fit fit these into like a, a space, you know. That's I don't Kevin, know if you've ever done graphics before, but you have to. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Peter. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Porter right. Jr. Okay. So, so, all right. So, <laughs> mpj with the best odds now here's the thing oh, about what if it Kev- what if mpj loses to kpj i, I wondered that very thing i try to get w- kevin pj that. nobody calls him that but if i put kpj would you have known i don't know i still uh, don't even know who it is okay. <laughs> so you got shay zion
0: Z- how is zion gonna win most improved players unless he's the mvp it's his third year on the floor dude like if if and he's not gonna win mvp so if he's averaging like 25 26 points per game I think our, our voters going to try to find a way to show him some love.
1: Yeah, it's weird. Like Same with Zach Levine. Like, Levine is a pretty established player, so could he be better? Yes, but I know it's rare that a player that is already a fringe all-star and then becomes an all-star the one I'm having with, a hard is like time with is, uh, Zach Collins. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <John> <laughs> Collins. I, I, guess, I, guess. I, um, I feel so,
0: similarly about uh, SGA as well. I mean, he's already had four years under his belt, and in his fourth year, he had a tremendous, tremendous season. And so is he going to have like some bigger leap? Is his team going to be even better? I d- Well,
1: here's one of the questions is who is better in most people's eyes, not in your eyes, but in most people's eyes right now, Michael Porter Jr. or Shea Gildress Alexander. Shea. So that's the thing is like, okay, but they're, they're at least pretty close. So I, I, all of these are kind of players who have already made the leap. That, that's the thing is they're already <laughs> like a half leap there, and that's why it's kind of an interesting list. That being said, what is the path? Michael Porter has the best odds. I'll start with you here, Eric. What What is the best path for him winning the Most Improved Player Award? He, let's see. So I'm trying to remember. Uh, my
2: seasons are all mixed up because of the space-time continuum being uh, bent and confused. So... Did he, was he consistent all of last season? Did he have ebbs and flows? Was he it, fighting for oh, his minutes? So last here's season? what
1: happened last season is to start, he looked terrible for four that's games. Right, that's right. And then got COVID protocols and right. had to miss a bunch of time. Right. Then when he came back, it was clearly that the Nuggets had kind of gelled while he was gone. And so when he came back, it was slow, a slow burn. When, Mur- But mid-season, he was starting to really hit a stride. Right, and when right, Murray right, went down, it was, like, hyper-consistent. Right. So, that, I mean,
2: that's, that's the answer. He just needs to play the whole season like he played his most impressive stretches where we saw him with the most efficient scoring yeah. in, the like, the third most in the history of the NBA. Like, unbelie- like, stats that literally don't even make sense when you repeat them out loud. Um, he's obviously got everything he needs. He needs to be able to... Uh, you know, obviously not be a defensive liability so he can stay on the floor. If, as long as he's able to play and stay But remember, on the floor.
1: he wasn't a defensive liability so much in the regular he season. He really wasn't. because Just because teams aren't really changing what I just
2: think that uh, Malone has that in his head a little bit. It's sort of like uh, he just needs to just have consistent uh playing time where he's given the ball and trusted uh people don't think he's going to drop the ball if it h- enters his
1: tiny little hands like <laughs> yeah so but here's the thing here's <laughs> the thing about statistically vote he averaged 19 points per game yeah. last year it's not like he averaged 13 sure he averaged 19 and here's his shooting splits 44.5 percent from the three-point line uh Overall, 54%. Those are incredible efficiency numbers. So statistically speaking, what does he have to do to get this? 24
0: points per game. Does he get it up to that? 23, 24? Does 24 get him most improved? 24 is a great I, leap. Look, I think so because, again, like looking mm. at SGA, he's already at like 24, 5, and 5. I mean, right, is he going right. to blossom into James Harden? I don't, right, 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 how right. improved can he get? Whereas Porter, I still think both statistically and just from a narrative standpoint – He's talked about as this incomplete blue-chip talent. Well, if he looks any more complete, people are just going to start telling themselves he's that most improved Of course. That's the thing is
2: that you just have to chip away at the arguments against you. And the arguments against him are like all defensive
0: and hands-based at the moment. I think if he's averaging 24 points per game, people are making money if they place that bet. So
1: here's players who scored 24 a game last year, Julius Randle. Who won it by the way, right? Wasn't he the winner? Of this yes, last that's one? Correct, yeah, that's correct. So uh, Colin Sexton, Jalen Brown, game. Brandon Ingram, those are the 24 point per game scores. De'Aaron Fox at 25, Trey Young at 25, Devin Booker at 25 and a half. I think the number's 25. I know that we're splitting hairs here sure. at one point, sure. but 25 gets you. Jokic averaged 26 last year. To be top 10 in scoring last year was 26 and a half, Jason Tatum. I think 25, 26, if you're a near top 10 scorer, yeah. You went from 19, which was great, but you go all the way up to a near top 10 score. Then I think you have a case with being at 19 points per game. I think you have a a better case. Could he get there with 24? Maybe. I just... It's weird, man. Most improve is weird. A lot of this is psychologically. It is. It's it's really about who improved the most in my mind. Yeah. Well, that's the point is that it's not like
2: who is the best. It's who had the largest gap between what they did last year and not, this nope, year. Nope,
1: it's not even that. It's who had the largest gap between what I remember Thought. them well, doing last year. Well, that's why I like
0: Porter, though, man. People are going to remember him getting punked in the playoffs. Right. right. More so than what Eric's talking about, which was this ludicrous regular season. And he's going to have a better one this year. So I, I think, I like. I mean, there, I think there's a good reason he's the favorite.
1: Can he make it without being an all star? Uh, no. Can he'll have to be an all star to be most improved? Randall was an all star. Was he not? Yeah, it's the East. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. I mean, I think
2: you have to. I think again because this is a, this is it's just this is a pure judgment award, right? That that's something that weighs in. Like, oh, he went from you know virtual obscurity as far as the larger nba landscape is concerned became an all-star this year improved on score i mean you have to be the most improved of anybody
1: and like to make your case like that i think that has to be a feather in the cap so you've got luca you've got lebron you know like those guys are making the all-star game games spoiler alert that's going to have george is in who is paul george paul george is almost a lock you know so There's, a, there's already a handful of guys that you look at and go like, man, it's going to be tough to even break through these guys. But, you know, if he averages 25 points a game, I don't even know if this should be a goal of his. Like the Nuggets have a system. They have a lot of good players. But if he does get up to that 25 and he maintains some semblance of this efficiency, it doesn't have to be 44.5% from three. But if he's taking eight a game and he's making 40% of them, 41, 42, and they're more self-created shots, then I think he's got a chance. I, he's not my pick, though. Do you guys like that? I'm saying, like, do you look at that pick? Do I like that? That's not your pick. Gonna, no, I don't like that at no, all. No, I'm saying, do you like him as a pick? Like, I do. At plus six hundred. I do. I actually really okay. like that. I am. I, I will be uh, legally placing units on that. All right. I'm gonna look at. I'm. I'm gonna do here some player futures because I'm gonna look at this award. Um, also, I think the guy I like the most for most improved because I'm going off of like guys that actually have a large leap to make. Darius Garland to me is an interesting one. Like. Who knows? Maybe there's a trade. Sexton gets moved or something, and he becomes even more. Uh... Actually, what Sexton moved? I can't Sexton remember. Sexton is plus twelve hundred. Yeah, he's on there, and he can score a lot. Sexton's yeah. a good player, but I don't know. Darius Garland's the one in my mind that can make a leap. I see Halliburton on here. I don't see that happening. You know who? I, you know who I, who I might sprinkle? R.J. A little bit? Barrett, I could see. Who?
2: I like. I like Ja Morant. You see, but Ja's already dope. Yeah. Like <laughs> I know, but there's dope. There's underground. He's underground dope. Like he could he could blow up and go mainstream. I think
0: Jay, I think I would go with Jaron Jackson Junior before I would go with Ja. You know who
2: also could potentially like uh, has a case you could make because Jody of how far down he has
1: gone is oh, no. Ben Simmons. <laughs> There's no way. It's possible. There's no way. If, if Ben Simmons goes, Ben, is ben Simmons had the disappointing playoffs, but he had a great regular season. I just, I, mean. Be, I just <laughs> mean
2: like, like the world is so low on him. If he yeah. comes out and like looks like a number one pick again, like again, it's just like what do people value? I this?
1: like the guys honestly at the bottom of this list, like Miles Anthony Bridges. Edwards. Miles Bridges is ten thousand plus ten thousand. I could see him really having a great one. Um, yeah, I, I think i might Gary Trent Junior is an interesting one. Like. Toronto might need him to be awesome, and he might put up numbers. Dude, so. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards is a second-year player. You have to really
0: – Second-year guys don't, don't know, yeah. man. They do That's win good, it, do though, we? sometimes.
1: All right, let's move on. What's the next one? Okay, I'll let you decide. Dealer's choice here. Which, which graphic do you want to hit us with? Rookie of the year. Cade Cunningham, uh, Jalen Green, uh, Jalen Suggs. You got these are, these are your options here. I think this one is almost certainly Cade. Cade like is going to put up I- massive numbers. He's very needed. He puts up every stat. He's going to have a lot of first since Luca. first since LeBron. I hate what's happened to poor Jonathan Kaminga. I can't even
2: look at his last name and start not start The come thing. bucket?
0: <laughs> How about come and go? <laughs> All
2: right. well, his nickname um, is
1: self-appointed nickname. It was it was just first off, not self-appointed.
2: Not self-appointed. Wikipedia-appointed. Well, widely accepted. Okay, um,
0: so it's not going to get past the first two guys, right? Let's put it there. Like At, at bare minimum, it's Cater it's Green, right? I mean, almost certainly it doesn't get beyond the Mobley. I, Mob,
1: I like Mobley uh, as as a sneaker. I I, I do think it's Cade it by a long shot. I love the odds for Cade. At we plus we saw Shenkun
2: looked good. Like everyone was very excited by him.
1: But you have to think about opportunity
2: here, that's and all true. those
1: other guys except for Green and Cade, their opportunities are fit in, and over time you go. Like Cade from game one is going to have the ball in his hands.
0: Yeah. Okay. But that's why I like Green. Okay. I I think it's going to be Houston's going to be a little more like. Get those shots off, young man. I mean, Cade's in Detroit where they're still going to be navigating. Jeremy Grant was a most improved candidate, number one on-ball option last year. In my opinion, you you just give the ball to Cade, but they still have roles to figure out. Whereas I think in Houston, Green's going to get plenty of opportunity to just get shots up.
2: It's so true. And And I'll I'll say what everybody's thinking. That was a nice whistle. Uh, I'll say what everybody's thinking. We're all a little uncomfortable about the idea that every time we see Jalen Green, his hair is different. Oh, we're, my God. We're, we're so uncomfortable, uncomfortable about this. It. Sometimes it's in <laughs> braids. Sometimes it's uh, in a ponytail. I know we're all ups- a little bit nervous about it, but I'm here to tell you, it's a valid concern. Don't bet on him.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> Bow Highland, plus 8,000, one of the worst odds of everybody that's on the book, but plus 8,000. All right. The odds aren't great. It's not worth taking because it's a long shot. But yeah. Let's go into the one in a million chance that he wins it. What things have to break for Bones Highland to be the rookie of the
0: year vote? Monte is tibula. Wow. Okay. That was one way to put that.
1: Yes. I, I agree. One thing that has to happen I don't is think opportunity. A is a bone, by the way. is it, it? I just made it. There's I a just, tibia and a tibia fibula. Tibia and a fibula. Yeah. I it, just combined it. them into one bone. <laughs> Bones. What? What are we doing here? <laughs> in circles. Um, so, Bones, Highland, I agree. There has to be an injury to one of the starting guards because that opens up like, okay, now we have to get creative. So, it would have to be either Barton or Monte or maybe both because that that's how he gets opportunity early. And then with that opportunity, what has to happen for him to win? Uh, Rookie of the year.
2: Well, he just... I, I mean, he took our collective breath away and main main. To be fair, we were offering our breath pretty heavily. We were offering <laughs> Take our, our breath, breath. Yeah. but he did. He uh, is a, a very exciting player. Like if he can get on the, if he can like show a little bit of what he showed, like if, if he can show all of what he showed <laughs> in the summer league and then some, which I, Andy's got the playing time. Has like, anybody convinced you that he's
1: not no? Road? No, I'm <laughs> waiting.
2: I'm waiting. I, the, the challenge stands. You know, I need one you know, person,
1: including Byron do, do you know who won Rookie of the Year award? Damian Lillard What? <laughs> has anybody convinced Has anyone, that anyone convinced
2: me no that we've not drafted Damian Lillard? No, I've not been convinced. Um, Bao Thailand has not made it So a case it
1: takes it. like some very unsavory like hypotheticals for this to happen but he gets opportunity but you know what Anything is possible. Nothing <laughs> <That's> less, not. <laughs> nothing less. You know, nothing
2: less savory than a made-up bone that gets
1: broken. All right, let's make a less of a bone break. Let's say it's a severe. <laughs> like a
0: Venn diagram. A double
1: severe ankle twist. You know, Barton and, and Monte both twist their ankles, and it's like, well, f we're screwed. Yeah. But only for three weeks. We're only screwed for three weeks. Can I tell you? Lo what's and going behold, to bone starts from game yeah. one, and the Nuggets go undefeated, and it's like, you know what? He's just in the rotation. He frog somebody. Some,
2: some, I imagine maybe a core injury is probably actually what we're talking about. The, uh, the dreaded core injury yeah, that the Nuggets suffer injury. every year. So that, that's the path. I don't want to see it, but I do love Bones Highland.
1: All right. Let's hit a break on the other side. We got a lot more rapid-fire edition uh, that we'll hit immediately after
0: these notes from... Is it Breck? No. Uh, I know you're enjoying listening to us yuck it up. <laughs> Uh, break down down the bones of the body all that stuff but we gotta (laughs) talk about we gotta talk about the real comedians breaking down the bones and we're excited to introduce you to kurt brownler seen on bob's burgers black monday on showtime the oscar-winning the big sick good film go check it out so you can imagine he is one hilarious dude kurt brownler is recording his new comedy special on august 29th at the gothic theater two shows 6 30 and 9 p.m uh so yeah this is a funny dude as evidenced by the fact that he once hired a skywriter to write how do i land in the sky (laughs) not gonna lie that does it for me that That is funny that
2: absolutely so
0: uh check out kurt this sunday i'll be there by the way august 29th head to gothictheater.com slash events and the show is under calendar buy your tickets now once again that's gothictheater.com slash events head to the calendar page You'll see Kurt Brownler on there. Grab your tickets yeah, and I'll see you there on Sunday. Yeah,
2: dude, come come and uh, be in a room with me where I'm laughing the whole time and it's actually appropriate. That's right. (laughs) That's right. We're not talking about basketball.
0: (laughs) Well, listen, I know you guys took advantage of that college football bet. You placed one bet. And you made $200 in free bets. Does it even count as a bet? No, it doesn't. But, but guess buying what? buying $200 for a dollar. <laughs> if you did miss out, the NFL is back. And so is your uh, opportunity to steal money from our partners at DraftKings Sportsbook, ooh. America's top-rated sportsbook app. All you have to do is bet $1 on any NFL game during week one. You receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. Okay, you heard that right. DraftKings has given you $200 in free bets. So head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Check out all the great promotions and daily odds. Plus, I don't know if you've heard, you can now make every game a big game with same game parlays. FTPs. It's on, baby. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DMVR to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Zero. Let's go. Now, fellas, you know I get a little anxious. I get wound up tight sometimes. I would say all the time. All the time. Um, but I'm also bad at time management and sleep management, so I need a lot of coffee. Got a lot of problems. This is a recipe for disaster, <laughs> just a nightmare in the making. But thankfully, my friends at Strava Craft Coffee, they offer me, they offer all of you 25% off the, your first purchase of that CBD-infused coffee when you use code DNVR25. Again, that is 25% off your first purchase, but the real ones know, the veterans know. When you use that code and you sign up for their subscription service, you're going to get 20% off that coffee every single time, and you choose when that comes. Every two, four, six, eight weeks, it's up to you, unless you're in two odd weeks. It can only be even weeks. So, check out Strava Craft. Coffee, it'll leave you honking. Like a goose. Like, like a goose. A go-
1: Is that a new copy? Or- <laughs> no, I put it in there. Can but- I, so, can I tell you, speaking of coffee, I was at the grocery store yesterday. Sure, sure. You know what I saw for the first time? Coffee? Well, no. I saw pumpkin spice uh, creamer in the aisle packed with a whole display of pumpkin spice creamer and i was I like go oh, the gro- goes to the grocery store once immediately becomes a basic bitch <laughs> <laughs> it is me but actually you want to hear what true monster i am i didn't buy pumpkin spice because i don't like pumpkin spice but i did buy peppermint ew peppermint had a little what? christmas cookie on the front with a little thing we i'm already in the mood guys seasonal, it's already already ready for the Adam's season. Adam's a big
2: seasonal drink guy we had a whole <laughs> conversation about
1: eggnog the other day well i, I don't <laughs> want to say i'm standing for eggnog over here no, i just, just, just a, understand its place in the you're universe it's a big
2: seasonal drink guy. Uh, every day is the same day to me i wake up i get an iced coffee regardless of temperature outside because <laughs> who wants to drink hof- coffee hot what a nightmare you Really? What? I this is a weird know. thing. It's I'm the monster. Time, huh? Yeah, man. I'm the one I'm with on the Adam bad
0: take. Yeah, no. thank you. Adam How's that
1: feel? Slugging eggnog <laughs> in June. Slug. <Slag. laughs> eggnog. <laughs> um, all right. We got to go rapid fire here, guys. Let's get to sixth man of the year. We'll go really quick here because this one's not too interesting. So Clarkson, Herder, Ingles, whatever. But look at this. The only nugget in the entire list. Jeff Green, yeah, by all accounts, the most likely nugget to win the six man of the year what? award. How I, crazy is this? Not crazy to me.
0: Run through the bench, who's the go to scorer? Oh, you could imagine him being the LeBron of the bench, just, I'm just like saying, the KD. Someone's got to finish the plays. Ugh. How would this be the
1: weirdest development of the season if Jeff Green won the six man of the year? <laughs> yeah, he's not going to get six. Hey, men. there was that survey of 10 people. I don't know if you saw this. It was a cert of just ten scouts from summer league, and they talked about best acquisition, worst acquisition. The somebody voted the worst move of the season was the Nets losing Jeff Green. They didn't give Delegates credit for getting, for getting him, they, him <laughs> <laughs> but, at a cheaper price point. <laughs> yeah, but, but they were like, yeah, but they were like that was one of the worst moves. So guys, Jeff Green. Well-liked by NBA scouts. I can't believe I'm so hyped on Jeff Green. He's I know. A guy, he's a, he's I on don't a know. different team every year. <laughs> like, uh, defensive player of the year. You could just pull this up just because I made the graphics, so we might as well, kill. It's Even though there's nothing to yeah, talk I about. Mean, How Porter boring Jr. is this? Sure Go-Bear. Okay. Simmons, Simmons winning it would be pretty funny. I mean, he's not going to win it with Philadelphia. I don't think he's going to try at all. He's going to pull a Harden he's in the...
0: Be on a team first. Yeah, it, he's
1: gotta be just like pulling a James Harden on defense, it'd be hilarious. Uh Anthony Davis, Miles Turner, Embiid, whatever. Um, let's go to the scoring leader. The scoring leader. Look at this one. Bradley Beal, uh, Luca. We'll scroll all the way down. I don't know how Durant is plus three thousand. How is Durant not expected to Game, score a ton games of points? Played. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But look at this. Jokic MPJ, same odds at plus ten thousand. Not great odds, but um also not gonna happen.
0: Yeah. I'm, uh, wow. That's, uh, that, what a weird, what, would you group them together? Would you give them the same odds? Kind of, because honestly,
1: Miroslav, I know he's given us the golden rule. We always think someone else is going to lead in scoring, but it's always Yoke. This year, I really mean it. MPJ, that, if you want to talk about most improved award, lead the league in scoring, which he's capable of, probably not going to get that. I, I think MPJ's window for being the scoring leader is probably like two years away, but it is a thing he could do. Um, rebound leader really quickly here, Kale. Um, this is one's kind of boring too, Capella Gobert, but you do have Jokic on there at plus 2500. I don't I don't see Jokic is always going to average 10 or 11 boards, right? I don't I don't know that he's ever going to be like 14 boards per game. Yeah.
0: Unless Denver just can't make anything. I agree. He's an elite rebounder, but he's just not Some guy's entire job is to like get to 20 rebounds tonight, Clint, you know. Oh,
1: I love this next one, uh, assists per game. His odds are actually better to lead the league in assists than they are. So the world in which this happens, he might do this not next year but the year after because when you get Jamal Murray back and you have a Michael Porter that's even further along and then you still have a Will Barton, maybe Aaron Gordon's more comfortable, then I could see him averaging like 20 points per game and 12 assists, but not
0: this year. Where did he finish last year in assists? Was
1: he top five He was like – remember he was like top three for the longest, but I don't know if he finished – there, I, I do think it was top five or so, um, top six, somewhere in there. Let's go to coach of the year. We got a couple more here. Coach dude, of the year. I'm, is Jokic on this one? <laughs> He's not on this one. But Michael Malone is right behind Vogel, Nash, Bolstra. Dude, Billy, Billy Donovan on this dude, list is really, are, really. These, a, really
0: mu- these are good odds. There is a – if Denver messes around and gets a four or three seed and Jamal is not back till end of March – uh, you better believe Malone will have some convert some his his name will be in that conversation at the very least why would anyone
2: vote for Steve Nash he's the favorite are they really thinking that like the coaching acumen of Steve Nash is what's bringing the Brooklyn Nets together know, that's true. he's like oh hey guys uh can you just go score a bunch of points and uh just be the three uh, unbelievably unfair superstars that we cobbled together in a petri dish to make the right. league broken uh Coach of the
0: year, I did it, guys. <laughs> other, other th- I also they really missed like, so uh, much
1: time last year in the two seed. Yeah, I problem. think
0: Steve Kerr at plus eleven hundred is intriguing here. You could just there's like going to be a in theory a big leap for Golden State. But is Kerr is Kerr like? kind of over that hump yeah to
1: where he just can't win it anymore unless something really crazy happens well then Um,
0: but the only thing is then like you look at Quinn Snyder and Monty Williams it's like are they gonna have better cases than they did last year no I think Monty
2: Williams could possibly be in line for a makeup call yeah I agree
0: Ah.
1: especially if Phoenix is like a one seed this year they run it back and are just as good I, Monty Williams is great the, value here. Monty I'll, Williams deserved it. Like, another yeah. great value here is Vogel, and only because there is that LA <sighs> marketing machine that is just a juggernaut. And whenever they are like a top five offense, people are going to be like, "Look what he did with Westbrook and no spacing, God and this that All he had was three superstars on supermax
0: contracts." These
2: kind of conversations in the offseason, like, really get me so quickly to a place where I'm like.
0: I can't believe how much I hate the NBA. No, Ramona Ramona Shelburne. Think about Game Five.
1: Shelburne is going to one hundred percent write like a giant think piece or go on the jump and just talk about like more like a
2: stink piece. Am I right, guys? Uh, Nobody thought Frank Vogel (laughs) could lead this team Uh, to a one seed, but look here they are. And you are like, what? Yes, what? What? He took a on the back nine, LeBron James, and a. Superstar, no one ever believed in an Anthony Davis. Yeah, she, ra- she right. brought it
1: together. With... But, like crediting the Lakers with overcoming something that clearly Russell not, like, Westbrook, could LA blind and the LA the housing league. crisis was really stressful. This year. was a real <laughs> topic of conversation that all the Lakers were. Oh, I hate this. Were in that but,
0: conversation, but hashtag Washed King had something else in mind. Yeah, Washed King. Uh, oh no. yeah, everybody thought he was washed.
1: Um, <laughs> God, we just hate the Lakers with like. <laughs> So much. All I'm right, the bitter. last one, guys. The last one.
2: This has been a the NBA event, like.
1: champion. We haven't done MVP either. The MVP is the second to last one. Let's go to the MVP. Forgot the MVP. <laughs> uh, MVP. Let's go MVP. Dude, um, the, Zach Stevens, our Broncos guy. Just oh, look at this! In like with a Nugget shirt, no less. Look at oh, this. What great. a homie, man. Do we he have do great. we have
2: quarterback news? That looked like a
1: quarterback.
0: Right now. It ah! just dropped.
1: What's the news? It's Teddy. Teddy. <laughs> you're hearing it here,
0: probably not first, but you're hearing hey, it.
1: By the way, the Bronco show is live in 15 minutes, so stay tuned because you're going to want to watch this. I guarantee you, it's going to be an absolute rager.
0: Well, yeah, we just kind of blew it, though. Uh, well, I mean, it's not like that. People were going to Twitter. Is, blew it. It's
1: 2022. One, what is it? 2021. That's like, a good question. Um, all right, MVP. Let's pull it up.
0: It was just up for like right. five minutes.
1: All right, Luca. I actually like Luca. I think this is the year Luca Me wins too. MVP. Like, so the odds makers also feel that way. Embiid, like, get get an no. out of here. we're so playing so games anyway. Um, all right, KD's, wait,
0: I'll, pull, I'll pull. KD's the other guy.
1: Uh, Kevin Durant, you can pull it off. I got it up on my screen now. So Kevin Durant plus seven hundred. It's so weird that they don't have him. His odds as a scoring leader, but they have him so high as the MVP because if he's the MVP, he does it with his scoring. Like he's going to average thirty three sure. a game and just murder everyone, which he might do. Giannis would be kind of funny if they run it back. Like Giannis took one year off of winning
0: the MVP. Well, there could be an game. overcompensation voter oh, yeah. of like, oh, we were too hard on him, now it's time to reward Steph
1: him. almost won it last year, and then this year they'll have a better team, but I don't know. I mean, he didn't really
0: almost. Well, he did get a first-place vote from
1: Yeah, he almost won it. Ramona. As in, like, if they weren't the 8th if they would have won a few more games and got up to the five, like, people were looking for a reason. I agree like, with that. Yoke. I agree with that. Yoke at plus 15, I just... I can't see him winning it, especially after Giannis won it two years in a row and then everybody groaned about it.
0: I just can't see Jokic oh, winning it. I don't know what he could possibly do that would win it. They'd have to be a one seed this year, or one yeah, or two. He'd have to have like the best offensive season from a center ever, which, by the way, he maybe already just did. So, But
1: even then, man, like, he's at the point now yeah, where, yeah, I don't know, just, just fair or not, people aren't going to give it to him. Bron, LeBron at plus 1,500 again. We're going to get the, the ESPN pieces about like, sure. nobody thought LeBron could still be good. <laughs> Everybody said he was bad, but turns out he's not. Yeah, I did. I said he was bad. Yeah. This um, is the Luka year, though. I would put a lot on Luka yeah, this Yeah, it's year. the Luka year. We got Trey Young. Um, Trey's an interesting one. I, I guess yeah. if the Hawks somehow become a top no way, three seed, I just don't see it. The three teams out east seem pretty set. Um, Booker is funny. Harden's kind of funny. Anthony Davis is pretty funny. Um, but, again, Anthony Davis has an entire media arm just fighting for him, so maybe. All right, let's go to the NBA champion. The NBA champion favorites. It's got to be those. New Orleans. Oh, it's the it's the oh two underdogs guys the Nets and Lakers. Huh. That's at two twenty. It is interesting though. One thing I will say, I take from this: you've got two teams that are clearly head and shoulders above everyone else in terms of the betting favorites. You got the Lakers and the Nets. After that, kind of a crapshoot. Everybody just kind of puts like, who's the third best team? I don't know. Maybe the Bucks because by default, because they just won it. But then the Warriors are next. Like Suns, Jazz, the the Clippers, Nuggets, Warriors. uh...
0: Warriors are sneaky. The Clippers Nuggets get bunched Play. together as could mess around and do it, but missing an important player. We have no idea what to do with them. Yeah. Slap a plus twenty two on there.
1: Oh, totally slap. Yeah. The same with the Clippers. It's two yep. teams fighting with injury. Like we don't know how to guess how good they'll be when they get their players back. However,
0: from the Clippers and Nuggets fan base perspective, depending on how optimistic you are about comebacks, plus twenty two hundred kind of juicy. I don't love it. Um but you
1: know, it is one of those ones, maybe you throw a couple a units on, amount, and then, yeah. like, if the nuggets by Christmas or January are good, you have a little buyout. Yeah, you got a little buyout there if you want it, or you just keep letting it ride. Uh, I do like that they have better odds than the Mavs, Heat, and Hawks. I would have been very frustrated. I'm not necessarily frustrated that about anybody that's ahead of them. Those teams are healthier than Denver right now, so what can you say?
0: It's also, you know, the odds are not, it's a little different than how they think it's going to shake out, too. You have to factor in that they're trying to entice voters and fish people and all that, so. Well, this was fun, guys.
1: Um, I think I see a bunch of people here watching the video, over 100. Throw us the like button, because what did we do for you? We gave you guys, Jamal, we gave you highlights of Game 5. That alone. you got to like that. I'm not going to lie, man. Watching that really did, that was like, that picked me up. That was great. I know, and then we just got
2: thrown back down. We were picked up with the, just the memories of one calendar year ago when all was right in the universe. That is true. Except for the actual... All the rest of the universe. <laughs> the, which was rest,
1: the universe flames. was actually pretty shitty actually <laughs> a year ago. And
2: then we were, but and we be reminded of the marketing machine that is the NBA and these awards. I'm taken right back down to the dirt. Still give us that like though.
1: Yeah, there you Give us that like. I hope we earned it. Thanks everybody. Tomorrow, win back in studio. Oh baby. All righty, we'll see everybody then. Let fuck. Fo-
0: It's time to make beef business your business because, folks, we are now in the business of beef. We're in business with the number one beef business in America. Yeah, I'm proud of that one. I'm talking about Hassel Cattle Company, the blue collar beef, the damn good beef, the purveyors of that delicious wagyu goodness. If you use code DNVR10 at checkout, you can save 10% off your entire purchase. That's DNVR10 to save 10% off. No, not one time, folks. Every single time. So if you've already saved with us and Hassle Cattle Company, you can still do it. Just use code DNVR10, 10% off every single time. By the way, they're giving away a $200 gift card and cooler to one lucky winner. Head to our Twitter, DNVR underscore sports. Click the link to our pinned tweet. It's free. You can win money. You can win a cooler. Who doesn't want to do that? Hassle Cattle Company, code DNVR10.